Praise the Lord, everybody. You know, I normally would not get on before Sunday to give a word, but the Lord has put something in my spirit. As if it was urgent. You know, a lot of times we get caught up in our own lives and the things that we need to do in our own lives that we forget about that one that is hurting we forget about that one that smiles and yet when they get by their self they're crying and they're wondering God when is it all going to change when is something going to change when is something when is something going to lift up and change Lord, you see the tears, you see the stress, you see the exhaustion, you see it all. And yet, we still rise again. I want you to know tonight, God said you need to cry. I couldn't even get this word out of my spirit. I I tried to say, God, let me wait till Sunday. But the Lord said, no. My child needs this right now. So I come to you as a vessel that God can use to speak to you personally. You need to cry. You have held in those tears long enough. You have built up everybody else but yourself. You have kept it together for everybody you know in the world except you. Yourself. You need a touch. You try to fix and repair and give and praise others and encourage. You try to give everybody a ride that needs a ride and you try to hold it together in a room that you feel like You're all by yourself. And you're saying to yourself, I hear you. You're saying to yourself, does anybody hear me? Does anybody see my spirit? 
are we so caught up in so many other things? You're wondering who sees you? You don't have to worry another day because God is concerned about you. And you need to cry. You need to not hold it in so strong and try to be so strong for everybody else. But you need to cry. I mean, you need to let it out. You need to get in your car, roll up the windows, get by yourself wherever it is, and you need to cry. If you have to go and just just come sink down in the bottom of the tub and just cry and then come back up, you need to cry. You need to let it out. You need to just cry into the arms of Jesus. For he said he never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He said he would never leave you. He said he'll always be with you even until the end of time. Jesus is right there. He's not forgotten about you. He has not forsaken you. He has not abandoned you. And you need to cry. You need to let those tears flow. You need to tell God all about it. God already knows you're frustrated. God already knows you need to see a change. God already knows how they did you. He already knows. He knows that you're hurt. And yet you smile. You don't have to hold it together tonight. You don't have to hold it together today. But let God hold you as you have held others. Let God hold you. Let Him hold you. You need to be held. Let God hold you. Let God show you that it's going to be all right. Let God let you find out right now that you can trust and lean on him. He will never leave you. You need to cry. You it's, it's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of relief. Sometimes you have to just let it out. Sometimes you got to let the tears flow and you have to let them fall and hit the ground. And you have to say, God, I can't do this by myself. And if you don't change it, it won't be changed. If you don't do it, it won't be done. And God can do it. And God can change it. And God can change it. He can change him. He can change her. He can change them. If you let him. 
Stop trying to fix it yourself. You just need to fall in the arms of Jesus and just cry. Crying is not a sign that you're just giving up. Crying is a sign to say, God, I know I can't do it, but I believe that you're able to do it. And I surrender it all over to you right now. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender my ways. I surrender my thoughts. I surrender my way of doing it. God, I surrender. Can't do it without you. I need you. Help me. Help me, Jesus. You need to cry. You know, in John 11, the Bible says, Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. And when Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When he had heard therefore that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. And then after that saith he to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. His disciples saying unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone you, and goest thou thither again? And Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after that he saith unto them, our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. Now I want you to remember that the disciples said you already know that the Jews are seeking you to stone you. And you going back there? And Jesus said, oh, let me tell you, Lazarus, my friend, is sleeping. And I got to go and awake him out of sleep. Jesus was not concerned and he's not concerned about somebody seeking him out to stone him. Not when you need him. Not when you need him. Oh, not when you need him. He will cross the Red Sea. My God, he, he opened it. He opened it. Ooh, just to get where you are. Let me tell you something. He loves you so much. The Bible says that Jesus came and he found that he had lain in the grave for four days already. Now Bethany was not unto Jerusalem, about 15 furlongs off, 
And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. And then verse 20 says, Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But then listen to what the Bible says. But Mary sat still in the house. She didn't move. She didn't move. She didn't move. And then Martha said unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not have died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it to you. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha said unto him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Glory to God. And she said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Verse 27 and then verse 28. And when she had said those things, she went her way. And she called Mary secretly and said, The Master is come, and he called up for you. Verse 29, as soon as she heard that, the Bible said, she arose quickly and came to him. Now remember, she, she stood still when she heard Jesus was there. And she didn't move. But when he called her name, when, she, when her sister said, Mary, the master is come, and he called for you. She went from being still to quickly going to where he was because he gave her an invitation as he has given to you. He said, come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, cast all of your cares upon me, for I careth you come to me I care I care I care I care for you he said all that to you and that's why you have to move quickly to where he is the Bible says when Mary was come where Jesus was in verse 32 she saw him and she fell down at his feet saying unto him Lord if thou hast been here my brother had not died she fell at his feet because she still knew he was her Lord. No matter what she was going through in life, she knew that she would fall at his feet in reference to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You don't have to go to Jesus and say, you know, I just don't understand why things are the way they are. All you have to do is worship him. The Bible says that when Jesus saw her crying and the Jews weeping which came with her the Bible says he groaned in his spirit and was troubled and he said where have you laid him they said unto him Lord come and see don't you understand that your tears touches Jesus your tears touches Jesus the Bible says he keeps a track of your sorrows and he have collected all of your tears in a bottle. In a bottle. He's collected all 
of your tears. Psalms 56 verse 8 and 9. He's collected all of your tears. And he's placed them in a bottle. Glory to God. Please understand. You are so important to God. You are so important to God. And you need to let it out. You need to cry on your master's shoulder because he cares for you. He cares for you. I come to you today with no big words, but you need to cry. You need to let it out. You don't have to be big and bold and try to prove everything and you need to cry. The Lord told me this Sunday. He said, tell them to cry. Cry out to me. Cry out to me. Quit looking at the world and things that's going on in the world and just shaking your head and wondering why things are the way they are. Cry out to me. Quit trying to figure out why things are the way they are with your family, but cry out to me. Cry out. Cry out. Cry out. Cry out. Cry out to Jesus. You've held it in long enough. It's time to cry out. It's time to let him know that you need him. It's time to quit trying to figure it out and let God work it out. Give him glory. Give him honor. He loves to be needed and wanted by you. He loves it. He loves it. He loves it when you fall down on your knees. I don't know. I don't know when was the last time that you fell down on your knees. It is not overrated. It is needed. There was a time when people would fall down on their knees. And they would cry, Abba, Father. And they would call out to Jesus. And I know that, hey, you can be driving and talk to Jesus, but that comes a time that you need to fall back down on your knees. And you need to cry out. And you need to cry out. He loves you. He has not forgotten about you. He needs you as much as you need him. He created you to glorify his name. Hope maketh not a shame. That's what the Bible says. Your hope in him, he will not let you be ashamed. When you tell people, I'm believing in Jesus, I'm believing Jesus is going to turn it around. The Bible says, hope maketh not a shame. 
He will come to your rescue just for the asking. He prepareth a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You're trying to get rid of your enemies and God said they have to be there. He's prepared a table before you in front of them. Quit wishing them away. They've got to be there. That's why he said love your enemies. Be good to them. He didn't say that just to be saying he has prepared a table before the presence. The presence. That means they've got to be there. The presence of your enemies. If you just start trusting him, I'm serious. If you would just start really make it up in your mind right now. I ain't doing this tit for tat no more. I'm not I'm not trying to figure it out no more. I'm not trying to worry about it no more. You know what, God? I believe you big enough to handle it. I believe it. I believe you really got this. And I'm going to walk like I know you're fighting my battles. They created a song. Somebody said, this is how I fight my battles. And I fight them on my knees. I fight them through praise and worship. I fight them in my secret closet. When I get by myself, when I'm like Mary and I be still. Peace, be still. Be still and know that I am God. You've got to be still. Be still in your mind. Be still in your spirit. Stop letting everything move you and be still. Look at a situation and see God in front of it. He's ready. He's able. This is how I fight my battles on my knees. The Bible says, when a man's ways pleases the Lord, he'll make his enemies to be at peace with him. You know, that's in the Bible. When a man's ways pleases the Lord when a man's ways pleases the Lord he'll make his enemies to be at peace with him all you've got to do is please God and he'll make everybody that you see In the world, on TV, those that are being mistreated, sometimes you got to look at yourself and you have to say, am I pleasing the Lord? 
Am I doing everything that I can do truly for the Lord? Am I on social media more than I am worshiping and learning about the Lord? Am I looking at so many things more than I'm looking at the things of God? Don't you know the Bible says heaven and earth will one day pass away, but the word of God will never pass. It will never leave. It will always stand. His word will outlast anything on this earth. Get to know his word. Study to show thyself approved. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Rightly divided. The word of Make it up in your mind right now. I'm going to seek God more. I'm going to seek Him. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. If don't nobody else believes that I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to tell everybody. I'm just going to start reading a scripture a day, one a day. I'm going to start reading my word. If I can get on Facebook, I can get in, I can pull up a a Holy Bible app and read a scripture a day. Because I need you, Jesus. I need you to turn some things around in my life. And I can't do it by myself. I've tried. But with you, I can do all things. And so I trust you. And I love you. I thank you. If that's your prayer, if that's your cry, if that's if that's what's crying out in your spirit right now, I want more of Jesus. I want you to close your eyes right now. And I want you to agree with me in this prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I did what you called me to do. You said to to tell them to cry out. Let it all out. Let it all out. And cry out to you. You're ready to fix it. But you need them. To want you. You stand at the door and knock. You're a gentleman. And if they let you in, you will sit with them. You and the Father. God, I love you. Thank you for being in my life. And Lord, They need you. That one that is listening right now. On the other end of this line. They stayed through the whole thing God. Because they need you. 
So, God, we're touching and agreeing with that one right now that you are looking at. You see them. You're watching them. Oh, touch them, Jesus. Put your hand on their back. Ah, let them feel your presence right now. Let them know that you are right there. And you're proud of them. But sticking around. Now God changed their life. You know what they stand in need of. You know that they are trying to build everybody else in their little family. Now God build them. Touch that one that has a sickness. Heal them right now. Heal them right now. That when they go back to the doctor, he will find no signs of any disease. Then there shall be no iniquity in their heart no longer. In Jesus' name. Lord, if there's somebody that they need to forgive, God, help them. Help their unbelief. They was hurt pretty bad by that person. So God heal them that they can forgive. Heal them that they can forgive that one that hurt them so passionately. That kicked them when they needed them to give them an encouraging word. Touch them, Lord. Touch right now. Strengthen them where they're weak. Strengthen them where they're down. Strengthen them as they have given strength to everybody else. Touch them. Let tomorrow be a better day for them. God, I'm believing that you are touching that one that's listening right now. I'm believing it. And you are. (laughs) And you are. And you are. And you are. Touching them. Right now. You are changing their situation. Right now. 2021. We whisper in your ear. It's going to be a good year for you. You hear me? It's going to be a good year for you. Oh, it's going to be a good year for you. Stay connected, okay? God bless you. God loves you. And I love you. Be blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen.